0: You're not about that life champ, I can see it Game over man, game over He runs with the 50 He runs with the 40, the guy is drunk Playoffs? You kidding me? Cannot play with him Cannot win with him, cannot coach with him Can't do it I want winners Here we go! Play to win the game That was one heck of a time I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Ron is in trouble. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. DA Hunter sarcastically speaking about sports podcast. This song's a bit of a trip. Well, the instrumental. It's kind of stuck in my head. <laughs> it's a. Future, so, you know that down too. said, Molly Burkish said, Molly said, I mean, it, it's, those lyrics don't mean anything. Or well, maybe they do, I just don't get it. I mean, the fact that I even know what the song, familiar with the song, 48 years old, is ludicrous and not the rap. <laughs> Nah, I, I, I ain't gonna lie man, it's fucking catchy And I know it's like 3 years old Again, I'm 48 years old Of course I'm not gonna be up with everything but don't you, I, What do words really mean? For the longest time when I was growing up I could hear a song and uh, Just the beat and the melody I listen to the words for shit I don't think I listened to like, Michael Jackson's Billie Jean Ten years I'm nodding my head to this shit before I realized this is, this is about some chick that was trying to shake Mike down. <laughs> you know what I mean? The kid is not my son. Was the lyric, man. I didn't hear that shit. I didn't hear that shit. I mean, other know you know. I didn't hear a lot of shit. We didn't see a lot of shit. We want to believe a lot of shit about it. the now deceased King of Pop, Michael Jackson, who. It, the book. Assistant impregnated or is it no it's inseminated yeah. I mean do any of those kids even look like and they're old now one of those kids is probably in his mid 20s know they're fucking paid I know that I mean but yeah, it goes back to the things for do you, do you do you separate an artist who's done some repugnant shit from his material can you? I mean, R. Kelly I still want to believe I can fly and he's pissing on chicks and apparently running with slavery rings and he's in jail now I almost think it's like it takes a level of crazy to be creative it's pretty sad actually I don't think. I don't think. I, I think that you're not married. Well, your actions aren't who you are, because no one person is all one thing. No one's all good and all bad. Even forty-five. Yeah, even that that fucking divisive, crushed Cheeto complected, narcissistic, wanna stamp his name on everything. I mean, fuck. You know. You know the. You hear that? Like. There was a point where he was—he could have bought the... He was trying to buy the it was the New York Giants and they wouldn't let him. Can you imagine? He could have bought the Giants. He wouldn't even care about being president. He'd have been fine with doing the, the owner thing. But then again, I bet the owners are probably like, yeah, fuck that. We're not trying to have that motherfucker up in our shit. You know? That's the way I would be. <laughs> D-Trump. If I'm Whack Prescott, Do I get pissed that I look up and I see fucking, uh, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson signs a four year, $160 million extension that, I mean, when you look at the numbers of some of these contracts, these guys are signing, you're like, if, if they can scratch a check like that to one person these fucking owners must be making money hand over fucking fist, man. Four years, 160? What did my, what did my home sign? He signed like a 10-year, $400 million? I mean, I, these guys are franchise QBs. I actually think that um, the Texans probably come off better with the move that they made because it's only four years. You know, And the other thing is, is you look at all those those numbers. A lot of them are. You got to look at how much is guaranteed. You know. It's almost better to force a team to have to franchise tag you a couple for a couple of years, that quarterback at least, because that way you get the uh, you get the same one year deal as the highest pay player at your position. Look, Kirk Cousins did that shit for like three, two, three years. Walked away from, or should I say, escaped from the Redskins, probably with at, at the least $60 million, Which, are you serious? Then goes and signs a fat monster deal with the Minnesota Vikings. It's like, you gotta have, if you don't, if you don't have at least a decent quarterback in the NFL, I can say a decent. You can kiss the baby, man. There yeah, ain't shit you can do about that, man. I mean, think about it. I mean, look at, Right now... Ooh, we got Drew Locke for my Broncos. They're saying he's supposed to have a big year. a Big breakout year this year. But this is after we went through a shit ton of... Quarter- Dude, we have not been... Legitimate at quarterback... Since... I mean, really... We figure once Elway retired, because he was our guy for all those years, and it was just a steady rotating cast of characters. I think that next year, Bubby Brister was our starter. So we went back to back. Then you just think of the, just the, the ton of shitty quarterbacks that came through. And then guys that we've drafted that haven't been shit. We tricked Peyton Manning into coming and playing with us. I don't want to say, I don't want to think, should I say tricked? Nah, no one else wanted to fuck with him because of his neck. But we did. Played, what, two, three years with us? Got us a Super Bowl? Did he? Did he really get us a Super Bowl? Well, because we went to that one against the uh, Seahawks and got our fucking heads caved in. And made it back and took out Cam And the Patriots, Uh, there's an interesting story right there. Cam Newton uh, signing this contract-friendly to the, uh, what is it, New England Patriots one-year, $1 million deal. Hey, that's the same type of deal that the Lions just signed Adrian Peterson to. Cam Newton, the the fucked up thing with him is, is like, no one wanted to touch him. It was like he was, like, persona non grata. It's like, if if you fucked with him at all, you're like cursed or something. He he was never the same after, after we took care of his ass. When I say we, I mean the Broncos. Took care of his ass in the Super Bowl. Was never the same. It's all that running. All that athletics. He's a big dude. He doesn't run like, um... He doesn't run like, who's it? Uh... Uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, current, current cover boy for Madden 21, to which I'm hearing is a little disappointing. People are saying, they're writing, saying, texting, whatever the fuck they're doing, that uh, it's basically, what it basically is, is just a, a roster update for 50-something bucks. So I'm not going to rush out and get it. I'll just keep playing the old one, getting pissed off at it, almost breaking my fucking controller like I did twice yesterday. I need to grow up. Oh well. If you haven't done it by 48 years old, I don't think you're ever gonna do it. Well, yeah. You're never gonna do it. But yeah, Cam, Cam Newton. Yeah, you're hearing the reports that like he's 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 working hard, he's looking good in camp. Apparently Belichick. You know, a lot of the players are saying, look, I don't know, I don't know what to say, man. He's he's the hardest working camp quarterback that's ever been in this camp. You're like, really? Really? They're, they're they're taking shots at uh, TB12 is what they're doing there. He left them, you know. So now they're they're jocking the new girlfriend. That's what's going on there. You know, probably hey, by all means. I just don't see like with Tom Brady. I don't see a forty-seven-year-old quarterback. I mean, retire or or is it just does he really just want to prove that he can do it? without Belichick, that he can do it on his own. Is that what he wants to do? I mean, because at this point, I mean, what do you really, I mean, I guess that's the last, I was going to say, what you have to prove? I guess that's the last thing you gotta prove right there. That's what you gotta prove. That it wasn't all Belichick and it was partly you too. Right? Hey, good luck with that. And I think I've already, I've already made it, made it known that Oh, this grass is wet. Made it known that I I think I'd rather see Belichick succeed as opposed to Tom Brady. Just because there's something about like a you can be super, super talented, but not be disciplined or not or not have the the, the surrounding cast of characters or whatever. But you can coach a a person or a team up. You know what I'm saying? A talented malcontent? Yeah, that's only going to take you so far. It'll sell you a bunch of tickets. It'll probably get you some endorsement deals. But will it get you a championship? Probably not. Probably not. Huh. I'm going to make a pause here because my dog wants to shit. Alright. We're back after that regularly scheduled stoppage. A.K.A. my dog has to shit. Um... Where did I leave off? Oh, yeah, Belichick. You know the fucker's doing commercials? I, I, I'm watching TV. I look up, and I see Belichick. It's like a 30-second Subway ad. I think I, I'm pretty sure that's the first commercial I've ever seen. That emotionless guy I've ever made. <laughs> yeah, NFL. Cats are getting cut. It's funny how, like, they're, they're, they're signing all their, their, their franchise people to long-term deals. They're showing all the people getting cut to get cut down to the 53-man roster before the kickoff on Thursday. I think I'm, I'm off that day. What, Shaq Barrett? One-armed dude from uh, Seahawks? Cut. Josh Rosen? Cut. What other notable cuts were there? Well, I see Clowney's gonna sign with the... Uh, who was he gonna sign with? Oh, the Titans. It's gotta suck to make it all the way down to the end, and then bam, you're cut. And it's almost like, what are they, what are they basing their their decisions on, as far as cutting goes? Because it's not like they had any preseason games to work off of, whatever. Well, look, <laughs> long live the NFL season. So I, you know, uh, on an unrelated, well, actually, a related topic, I said I wasn't going to um do fantasy football this year, and um, I wasn't, but the league that I was previously in, they did like a, an auto draft, didn't even know anything about it, looked up and, like, oh, you've been auto draft, I look up and I'm like, wow, end up with uh, Russell Wilson, a QB, Christian McCaffrey, running back, my backup, um, quarterback is Drew Brees, I think I got Chubb running another running back. I'm looking at it and it and on paper looks like a pretty competent squad. But watch. Watch watch McCaffrey be one big fucking turd this year for two reasons. Number one, he just signed a fat deal. And it's funny how with talent, the minute they the minute you feed them, aka sign them to that life-changing deal, they, can't, they just can't seem to run as fast or jump as high or try as hard. That's not everybody. But you still see a step behind because it's like, all right, well, what am I working for now? I've got the money, probably up got the endorsements. <laughs> yeah. It's, and that's what I'm saying. Watch them do that shit to me. This is one of the things I'm glad I didn't pay for this. Like I said, I wasn't going to play. I'm looking to do some parlay. I'm looking to do some Sports betting this year—that's what I'm looking to do. Sports betting, bitches. Yeah, I can't wait for you. Well, I can't wait for you, NFL, because there's a part of me that feels like that the NFL is just going to—they're going to um, they're gonna start the season and have to stop it abruptly, or something's going to happen. Someone's going to get murdered, or something changing. I mean, we got the elections coming up, and oh my god. When are Biden and Trump going to debate? Because I can't wait to see that. I, who couldn't? Are you serious? That's going to be must see TV. Because with Trump, uh, you say what you like, he, dude, he's, he, he's a divisive, narcissistic, self centered, self promoting douchebag. But damn, I got to say, he's entertaining. He is. That might be one of the reasons that he may stay at president because he's, you never, you can't predict what he's going to say or do. Well, you can. Usually it's, good. it's, it's something that's, that's going to benefit him or make him look good. I mean, he's, when it comes to, to being transparent in those regards, that dude is very transparent. He loves himself. And if you love him, he, he'll at least acknowledge you. You hear me? He'll at least acknowledge. He may not like you. <laughs> yeah. My man Biden. I just see them like a, a debate between the two of them. And I just see him saying something. I just see eventually Trump just jumping over the banister and, and taking a swing at him. Because the sad part here, I don't know if it's sad. It's like these last couple of years, it's like you end up with two dudes and you're like, this is... We don't, I mean, neither one of them are universally loved. Most of the, a lot of the votes that, that uh, Biden's going to get this time around, that didn't go the other way or because people are just sick of Trump because then, you know what, dude, I am, he's too divisive. He's got to go. He's got to go. But when it's all said and done, quite in all honesty, in all honesty, dude, they're both like pushing almost 80 years old. I mean, think about it. What does an 80-year-old guy, I I mean, yeah, you say that they've got wisdom and knowledge and because they've lived and all this bullshit, but they're 80. Maybe we need a new view, a younger view, a fresher view. If I'm 80, like, first of all, I'm not going to make it to 80. I already know this. I'm starting to feel it every day I wake up. All my little bumps and bruises and ailments are catching up to me to the point where I'm online researching shit pills and I ordered some fucking CBD oil. See what that shit's all about. But my, my point is is, hey, if I'm if I'm close to 80, I'm not trying to do a job as, as stressful as President of the United States, one of the most powerful people in the world. Man, somebody's got to do it. I mean, Trump's worth billions. If I'm worth billions, I got enough on my plate trying to keep my billions. But hey, it ain't about it ain't about uh, money. It's power. That's what it's about. The fucking NBA bubble playoffs, man. Whew. Yeah. Heating the fuck up. Who do we have last night? Raptors. Celtics. The Celtics basically had a fucking chokehold on the Raptors. They were up 2-0. Heading into the game three. And didn't see it. Read a couple things. The long and the short of it is uh, the Raptors won on a last second. Fuck up, I guess, on the on the um, Celtics part. I don't know if it's a fuck up. You put taco fall in the guard against the inbound, which I, I'm sorry. I guy's seven five. I mean, I would think he would be able to defend. Uh, um, <laughs> something along those lines, but I guess he didn't happen. Raptors escape with a win. Fast forward to last night. Uh, they come, they come ready to play take out the Celtics again to notch the series at 2-2. I was over there. I was jocking the Celtics, man. Like, they were looking like the team du jour. But, no, the team du jour is the champ. That's the Raptors, the champ. My man Pascal Siakam got it going. Yeah, who who is it? Van Fleet and Lowry? Those are two of the most non-athletic shooting slash point guards. Tandem. In the NBA, they have to be. But they can both play. Obviously. Yeah, they just have a... The Raptors just have a... a that's a ragtag, motley bunch of dudes. With, with specific skill sets to some degree. And reigning head coach... Dude, really? Again? Reigning head coach... um, What's his name? Nick Nurse? He knows how to make it happen. <laughs> I mean... Does that, can that guy look any more nothing like a head, uh, um, NBA head coach? How's it going? If I were to meet that dude, like, in an airport or something, or maybe I'm sitting next to him on a plane and, you know, I'm doing my best to act like I'm reading a book or listening to a podcast and this fucking decides he wants to talk to me. And I ask him what he does. Yeah, I'm a NBA head coach. I'm like, yeah, sure you are. That I'm president of the United States. Yeah. I. I mean. I. He doesn't look like. A NBA head coach. But you know what though, you know how small-minded that is to say. That he doesn't look like an NBA head coach. The fuck is What are they supposed to look like? Pat Riley. AKA Darth Sidious. Tom Tibbet, Have you seen that dude? Why are you walking so fucking slow? Oh, well, yeah, this is going to be over quick. You're acting like you're hurt. Oh, well, I'm finishing this podcast. You're going to have to pick it up, bro. Sorry. Yeah, Tom Thibodeau. That guy has, doesn't have a fucking neck. All right, let's pause. What is your problem? Yeah, sorry about this. He's this acting like a weirdo. He's like, I don't want to drink any water. I want to walk. I'm like, dude. Yeah, this is going to be a short walk today with you. Probably ate some shit, had no business eating. Made me lose my train of thought. Oh yeah, Frankenstein, Tom Thibodeau. Does not look like a head coach. Who's another guy that didn't look like a head coach? I'm not going to say Spolster. Spolster, he's got the look of a head coach. Those are just the two that first come to mind. But anyway, I'm going to get off that coach shit. Um, they've handed out all the NBA superlatives. Uh, Greek freak. MVP. Looking crazy. Gonna be playing today. They're down 0-3 to the Heat, <laughs> the the Billy Buckets led Heat, who are putting it to them. You, I'm pretty sure, Giannis is gonna, he's gonna win MDP. You not has is it not Haslam? What's that kid's name for? What the dude for the Clippers won Sixth Man of the Year. Not, not Lou Williams who's won it shitload of times yeah is it harold is that guy's name yeah i think it's harold he won it for the clippers that guy that guy's got the ashiest weed smokingest looking lips in the entire nba he got them obama lips you know mike epps did a, did a classic bit about that shit you know god dude, this dog is killing me this morning I'm getting. I'm, I'm heading back home as soon as I fucking can. What's up, man? Who else? Ja Morant, Rookie of the Year. Apparently, out of 100 votes, one person voted for Zion. Zion had no business winning that. Morant played the whole year. <laughs> you know, helped lead a young Memphis squad to the playoffs. Yes said, yes, no? Step off, Zion. Just step off. Okay. Who else is that? most improved homeboy for the for the Pelicans looking like Blanca. I can never remember that guy's name. Maybe you should think about that shit before you start talking about it. Yeah, maybe it doesn't matter. I only have paying sponsors. But yes, Giannis and them. They'll probably win tonight. You know they'll put their little funky chest out, head out, chest out. To, yeah, all right, we didn't get swept. It's like whatever. The Lakers, Lakers uh, Houston, which is interesting, um, definitely interesting. Lakers Houston. You got your boy uh, the beard and Bodie, A.K.A. Harden. No, no Westbrook. Harden just doing hardened things. Scoring what it will. You know, at the foul line. I mean, he's another dude. He does not have an NBA. He's got an NBA body. But the dude's been, hasn't he been like the scoring champ the last two years? With that bullshit step back three? And his Ole defense. He did play defense in, that, in the end of that OKC series to clear that one out. Against his man, Dort. Yeah. Dort. I've already told the story, but I'm going to tell it again because, hey, if you decided to listen to it, I remember coming across that fucking dude against the Kings, sitting there watching this game, and I'm looking, and this dude's for the um, OKC's. He's just stroking threes, and I'm like, and I'm like, who the fuck is Dort? And from then on, could not see him. You know, always there. Fun fun fact. He went to the same, was it, New Mexico college as the beard. Which leads me to probably believe that I'm pretty sure they had some battles. Maybe that's why the why he could D the beard up so effectively. Yeah, but the beard showed him in that play where, you know, he blocks a shot. No, he knocked it off of him and jumps. Yeah. Then he gives up the primal He's like, yeah, fuck all you guys. He's another dude. Harden is so paid. All as he have his, you know. Multi-year, 100 millions of dollars of contract. But I think he's got like a 200 million dollar shoe contract with fucking Adidas. Shoe contracts aren't as exclusive and as sexy as they used to be. Everybody's got one. Everybody. Yeah. But yeah, they open up against the Lakers. And your boy LeBron. He, uh. Kind of impressed me. Not on the basketball court because he's done everything. I'm talking about his post-game press conference. At eight minutes forty-three seconds, how LeBron broke down the uh, Houston's offense. I didn't realize he was such a he was a student of sports. But so take a listen. Um, you adjusted that by, by you know playing against it. You know, and uh, it's uh, it's kind of like uh, you know. In the early 2000s, when the St. Louis Rams, uh, the greatest show on turf, uh, people always say how, how they scout them, and scout them, and scout them. But until they got on the on the field and they seen uh, Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt and Marshall Falk and Oz Akeem and all those guys, then it was like, okay, we need we need to play them again because there's no way you can simulate that speed. Um, so um, getting on getting out on the floor and having a game one uh, give you a good feel for it. A very astute, Mr. James. Greatest fucking show on turf. Ooh, yeah. 2000. Yeah, this is gonna be fun, of course. Yeah, well, you, you're figuring that, uh, Houston, off, of, coming off of that, uh, they had to give everything they, they had in the OKC, in that OKC series you thinking okay well the, the lakers are just going to come through and just wear them the fuck out yeah not the case at all not at all they ran up out of the gym and now we're going to see what's going to happen tonight between those two the uh nuggets clippers now the Nuggets, come, they came off there, there. I mean, that battle, Mitchell, and I can never remember, Jamal Murray, Jamal. Yeah, those two guys, at battle, they're putting up 50 points in perspective games. They're laying it all out there. And then the next day, they have to, to come. These are the Nuggets got to come and play a rested Clippers team. And that game wasn't even fucking close. Clippers ran them right out the gym. The claw came out, oh, mean and fucking business, son. I mean, he had it all going. Oh, it was a pandemic. P, decent. They had all the moves, all everything working. So you're okay, game, game two, probably gonna be a lot of the same thing. Hell no, nah, man. My man, the Joker came out, did his thing. They took care of the fucking uh, <laughs> the Clippers. I mean, and it's almost like at the half, you know how you have Kenny, Kenny the Jet, you know, Shaq, and and Kenny Smith, who, dude, he's got the weirdest shape, like there's something's up with like his hips and his legs, and the way he stands, like when he does that thing where he runs up to the teleprompter, he's got this weird, like his, his knees are poking back inwards and he's pigeon-toed, he just, real, real odd look, but. He said it. It's just like they came in. Everything wasn't crisp from the minute one. Like, he's going through all the moves. But, like, he, he, can't, like, he can't get a shot to fall clean. He can't. And that was the truth, man. You could see um, Kawhi couldn't get it going. I think he only had, like, 13, 14 points. Needless to say, I mean, they showed signs. But, hey, Nuggets came in there and handled fucking business. Interested to see what's going to happen tonight. Very interested. Or Today. I think the first first game is like at 12.30 today. Yeah, I'll have that. That'll be on in the background of whatever I'm doing today. Most surely will. Dude, my wife has me, um, picks a movie. She wants me to watch, um, she was deployed for six, seven months, and all she did out there in the... Out there in the desert, was watch movies and go to work. <clears throat> well, she asked me to get this movie, The Mustang. Never heard of it at all. I'm like, ah, fuck it. She's like, I wasn't sure you'd like it. Um, before I continue, let me just say I fucking loved it. I mean, it, it, she called it a B flick movie. To which, ah, nah. I'm not going to refer to that as a B flick because I think a B flick is that like, like bad acting bad script, just not, yeah, kind of corny. This movie about a, it's about a uh, horse training, inmate horse training program. Um, Only um, names, there were not big names in this movie. I recognized Bruce Dern's old ass, and then I I listened to a voice, and I don't remember what the kid's name, but the dude that played Easy Ease in it, he was good. Got killed. Spoiler alert. But um, if you get a chance, like an hour and a half, check out the fucking Mustang. And again, with, all, with a lot of these movies that are in the West with cowboys and shit, it has me halfway wanting to be a cowboy. Maybe being around horses. It's a pretty good movie, man. I give it four Headhunters out of five. It's that, it probably, And I'm pretty sure it probably was a straight straight to demand video or whatever. Robert Redford was the executive producer and I'm like, okay, yeah, I could see that. Because that's the type of shit that that guy does. I want to look into the numbers and see what it made, or see how much it made, and how, how much it cost to make, and how much it made. I'd be really interested. Another another show I checked out was that, was it Lovecraft? Country? Watched the first episode? Oh, yeah. It's interesting too, it's a, it's a again, like HBO, they did it with with which which one was the uh, God damn it! I can't think of the names. It's the the comic book one. They turned it into a a movie. Watchmen. They did with the. They flipped that movie and turned it into a TV show with heavy heavy black influences. This Lovecraft country. Same thing. It's set in the back in the day to. When slavery and segregation uh, happened. Dude, watching that movie, again, I can say it's a cross with like some, some social, consciously awareness type of vibe. But with supernatural type shit. Good mix. But I'm, all I'm going to say is there was a scene where they're, this group of people in the movie are traveling to this place. They're going through towns. And how you see all these, oh, it's colored on this line, colored. Are people just talking shit or just... And like back in the day, man, racism like that, people just did this. You're just write in your face, like, what are you going to do fucking there? And there was nothing you could do about it. You just had to just sort fucking of swallow your pride and deal with it. So it's like, I'm almost ashamed of myself for some of the things I complain about when I see stuff like that, man. It's almost like I want to interview a couple of my I want interview. I'll just talk to a couple of my relatives, what that was like, because... I have no clue. I read about it. I hear about it. But yeah. But um, definitely check it out. I'm going to finish that one. We still got Cobra Kai. We're fucking with. Finish season one. (laughs) All right. I'm not going to go into Cobra Kai. What I'm going to do is I'm going to end this. Because I got to get home. Because this guy is acting like a fucking weirdo. Sarcastically speaking about sports. I'm out. Bye. But that hit her hit hurt the sun?